0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a new episode of the Stoop Radio Show. Coming to you live on blogtalkradio.com. And from Ooh, beautiful... Whoop. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I try not to talk over it. always sticks out in fancy places. Uh, coming to you from snow-filled, snow-engulfed, snow-embanked Langhorne, Pennsylvania. Jeff the Shark Perini alongside me again, the co hostess with the mostess. sister from another mister, the amazing the wonderful, the lovely Jewel Tatey. Jewel, welcome back. I know you're under the weather. We missed you Monday. We always miss you when you're not here. How you feeling? How you doing? What's up? How we doing, Jeff? I'm feeling a
1: lot better. I was under the weather. I, I still am feeling remnants of it, but... It happens when it snows the first day of spring. I mean, look at it out. It's like two feet of snow already. It's insanity.
0: Uh, I always thought the song was uh, dreaming of a white Christmas. Apparently, it's dreaming of a white spring because it is packing with snow. I had a um, interview scheduled today that I had to postpone hopefully tomorrow we don't even know might be again another day because it's, it's a lot of snow out there it's uh coming down hard uh i did make my usual snow time meal which is sloppy juice tonight for dinner nice. Love me some sloppy joe's oh, i love it got this story the other day and i made dinner last night too. i had some spaghetti and some sausage so i've been doing some cooking letting missus get some rest um nice yeah very nice thank you since we had jewel on last we did um some engineering changes, some studio enhancements you can hear. We sound a lot clearer, I think so. Do you think we sound pretty good tonight? I think so. I
1: think uh, the audio is is uh, resounding tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> resounding. And that is your 25-cent uh, word of the evening. Yeah, we have uh, been making some changes. We're working hard here. We really are. We love it. We love our program. Um, we love having you people come in and listen. We've had a big amount of listeners. Lately, and we're trying to bring you the best First of all, speaking of the best We've got to thank Monday's guest, Brooke Lewis Joe, I know you missed that, but wow um, Just chock full of energy He's got so much going on A wonderful guest We had it for an hour It's like a record It's a stoop record <laughs> One hour um, I don't know if you had checked it out yet or not But uh, Brooke was fantastic uh, For our listeners who haven't Check it out You could always check out the replay And Joel, definitely check it out And we'll try to get Brooke on again Because definitely somebody that you would like to have the privilege to talk to Of
1: course, I mean, she's from Northeast Philly
0: Who doesn't love a Philly girl? Absolutely, yeah Um, Did a lot of Philly talks Gave Philly a lot of props uh, Eagles fan the whole nine yards It's always nice to talk to somebody from the hometown That's out there making it big Give a lot of shout outs to Philly That was a great uh, episode Monday night Uh, Tonight is no exception fantastic guy. I'm amp for this young man. He is a up-and-coming, hot, rising star. He is a fantastic actor. He is the star, the star, we actually have the star, of uh, the Netflix series Everything Sucks, Jahi Winston. Oh, yeah. Jahi Winston will be with us tonight. And I watched, uh, I kind of binge watched some Everything sucks. I know Jules has been watching. She likes it. I enjoyed it. Uh, it is a, I don't want to say cute because it's, you know, it's not like, oh, it's a cute show. But it's cute in the standpoint of, you know, the good young actors in it. It's very smart. It's deep. It's got a lot going on. Jules, uh, give us a little something about everything sucks.
1: I love it. And I do think it's cute. But in the best way. I feel like it's like. Stranger Things, but in the 90s, and ah, uh, it's just so relatable, and all the little quips and all the 90s references and the 90s music is just fantastic, and he is just, oh my God, he's so amazing, he's so talented, he does so many things, he sings, and he's a phenomenal actor, and I can't wait to talk to him tonight.
0: Absolutely agree, and I, I, you know, I've watched, I didn't watch the entire season yet, I'll admit it i watched most of it, but not all of it. Uh, and you really root for his character, his character, Luke. Um, he's a really likable kid on the show. And and you kind of get the feeling that's him in real life. He seems very genuine. And his yeah. acting is excellent. Yeah. And just another one of these uh, young stars that we have here on the studio. We love getting the, the younger generation's feel and vibe uh, because I'm like an old fart. So we like to hear what the young kids think about today's uh, entertainment business. And it's so cool.
1: Like being able to talk to them as they break out because, man, he's doing it. I mean, he's in the movie movie with Kevin Hart. He's done a movie with Taraji P Henson, Brian Cranston, uh, it, just everyone. Like he is blowing big time, and I'm, I'm so excited to talk to him tonight.
0: Absolutely, same here. And he also played uh, he played Ralph Tresvant in the New Edition story, and that's pretty big also. The story of uh, yeah, one of the famous um groups of the 80s and 90s new edition, they got to the play Ralph, and that's big stuff. We're going to talk about all that later on tonight, but first, top five list, you know how we do it here, we do a, a top five a different category on every episode, we try to relate it to the guests that we have on, so being that Everything Sucks is kind of a school-based show, and Jahi is on tonight, we're going to do our top five favorite school shows. I did school in uh, quotation, <laughs> even though nobody can see me, except Jewel. Uh, <laughs> so it is school in quotation. Um, I'll start it off. I'll kick off the top five. Oh, you man. Hear turbo, you can hear how terrible my list is <laughs> and we'll let you take over. Number five for me, and I like this show because we had a couple of these uh, ladies on in the past, uh, and that is the TV Land series Teachers. I like the show, very funny. Uh, the Katie Dids or uh, the group of young ladies, their comedy team. We had two of them on the show about a year ago here on Stupid. They were outstanding, and I do like teachers. Very funny show, very different, very unusual. I enjoy it. That's number five. Number four, the classic "Welcome Back, Cotter." Uh, oh, yeah. Even though it's a thirty-year-old actor playing high school kids, it still was. It's a terrific program. The beginning of uh, the likes of John Travolta, of course, Gabe Kaplan. Um, Gabe Kaplan, rather, Gabe Kapler is the manager of Phillies Gabe Kaplan, uh, <laughs> as Mister Cotter, welcome back Cotter, number four, number three, and this to me was kind of a uh, guilty pleasure show. Head of the Class, I always liked Head of the Class. Um, Never heard of a, that.
1: What is that? Ryan Gosling?
0: Right? No, Head of the Class was uh, it was a group of uh, like like ultra intelligent kids, like the Brainiacs,
1: oh. and they were.
0: One class, um, the teacher was Howard Hessman. Originally played the teacher, a guy from WKRP in Cincinnati. He was later replaced. But it started getting kind of weird because like a lot of the girls were too attractive for the ultra smart class. And but you know you had your nerdy guys. But it was a really funny show, very different. Head of the class, number three. Number two, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World was kind of fifty fifty, school and real life. And I love Boy Meets World. One one of the one of my all-time favorite shows, of course, The Teacher Lived Right Next Door, Mr. Feeney. And it was and in Philly. Uh, and it was in Philly, absolutely. Boy Meets World number two. Number one is easy. It's obvious. If you know me, if you've listened to the show ever in your life, if you've even talked to me, you know my one number one school-based show is Saved by the Bell. Zach and Kelly, Jesse, DC, I guess Screech. Say by the bell and and, uh, and Lisa. Oh yeah, say by the bell. I loved it. Everybody loved it. I don't care if you say, "I never did." Yeah, everybody loved that show. Everybody loved I love say it the so
1: Bill. much that you were
0: Zach and Kelly for Halloween. <laughs> I was Zach and the wife was Kelly for Halloween. I was the fattest, most out of shape Zach ever. <laughs> but <laughs> I that still film gave it. That was
1: awesome, and the wig was awesome. <laughs>
0: Thank you. The concept. phone was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. The phone was made by um, Steve the Joke Man G, who now has his own, his own little catchphrase here on the stoop. And as we said, you know, on those on those nights that either I can't be here or, or Jewel can't be here, Steve has volunteered to step in, so we appreciate that for him. He chimes in with some jokes over my phone, and I crank him out to his um, creative yeah, individual. you're not taking my
1: place, phone. Steve, all right?
0: No, nobody <laughs> takes Jules Place. Jules had that talk already today. Nobody uses Jules Place. This is our show. But he is welcome to uh, step in, in in case of emergency. Uh, but yeah, he step made aside, the, the phone. And- <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I think what I'm going to do, uh, either today or tomorrow on our Facebook page, the Stupid Radio Network, maybe on Twitter, and as well even on Instagram, I'm going to post a picture of the phone he made. An incredible Zach Marsh. <laughs> That'd be great. But, um, Good job. Honestly, you know, if I had to make. Let's do a top one list real quick. Top one of my favorite all time stupid co hosts, number one, Jewel Tady. <laughs> no no butter me up now. It's <laughs> She give me a bush. But let's get you into the swing of things. Let's have your top five favorite school shows. You missed that quote. Yeah,
1: this is gonna be fun. Um yeah, growing up in the nineties. My number five was Daria. Daria was great. She was so against the grain. It was animated. She was sarcastic. She was drab. She she wasn't having any of it. She wasn't going for the jock cheerleader type. No, no. That was her sister. She just wanted to read and watch Six Sad World. And she was just very in-your-face, but in the non-in-your-face way. Love Doria Wah wah
0: wah that <laughs> went The theme song Wah wah nah, nah, wah or nah, like that. Nah. Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> With a hand Volleyball yeah. hand.
0: That's good
1: <laughs> uh, Number four The secret world Of Alex Mack Holy crap Ooh. Did I want to be Alex Mack I mean She walks home From school one day Gets doused In a chemical And then she has This ability This power To like Meld herself Into a goo And then can like Go under doors And stuff I just always imagine myself being in a test, a really hard test, (laughs) melding myself into a goo like Alex Mack and sneaking away from school. I mean, I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. (laughs) (laughs) It will. Yeah, right. Uh, Number three. Now, this is older because I used to visit my sister. She went to LaSalle. What's up, Sharon? And she always watched... Felicity, so I always watch Felicity,
0: Wow, Great yep.
1: show I mean, it wasn't technically like high school, like she was fresh out of high school, and she had the two cute guys like vying for her. um, I love Carrie Russell, I love her as an actress, and she actually did the voice of Wonder Woman in my favorite animated series in the movie, so
0: I wow, love Carrie I Russell yeah, awesome she's good. awesome set of hair that girl, that well, amazing remember it was like hair
1: a big deal when she cut it all off.
0: Yeah. Everyone's so pissed at
1: her, but she still has beautiful curly hair. And I didn't know it was directed by Brian Grazer, who also directed eight mile, one of my yeah. favorite movies. So there you of go. Course. <laughs> um, number two, this was like my teenage drama had to watch. I think it was on every, every Wednesday I had to go home and watch the OC with I Ben have. McKenzie. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that Mackenzie. And now he's on Gotham, he's all grown up. Everyone says he looks like uh, Russell Crowe, but he was that, like, brooding type, and uh, it's kind of like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air when the poor kid goes to the very rich neighborhood, and all kinds of drama ensues. So, I love the OC. It still holds up. It's very funny, it's witty, it's really good writing, it's not like other sitcoms. Um, I think it's on Hulu, so... If you have a chance, check it out. It's a great show. And number one, my all-time favorite schoolgirl school show has to be Sailor Moon. There was wow. no one okay. more I idolized than the schoolgirls of Sailor Moon. I wanted to go to the school. I wanted to have special powers, and they were just awesome. I was always Sailor Jupiter. Cause she was a badass, tough one. Always got into fights and protected her friends. So that has to be number one in my book. Wow,
0: well, I would never have even pegged that for a school show. I didn't never really watched it, but you know, it is. now that you're telling me about <laughs> it. And wow, that's something. That's that's a great list because some of them are uh, curveballs I did not expect. Let's hit the list again. My number five uh, was teachers. Number four, welcome back, Cotter. Number three, head of the class. Which jewel didn't even know existed. Shows how old I am. <laughs> number two is Boy Meets World. Number one, of course, Saved by the Bell. Uh Jules, number five, Daria. Number four, The Secret World of Alex Mack. Number three, the lovely long curly hair of Felicity. Number two, the O. C. And number one, Sailor Moon. Uh the O C is funny. Um was not my kind of show. It was like this gen your generation's nine oh two one oh, if you will. Right. But I absolutely positively loved and still love that Rachel Bilson. Love her. Um, she's so cute. I love her. She she's dressed like who? Wonder Woman too. Yes, i right on one of the episodes. Make mm-hmm. sure I watch that one. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> the 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 lead girl. Uh, I can't remember her name. Um, Misha Barton. Misha Barton. Um, what is the latest on that? Cause remember she was kind of fell out of, became seemed like a, a mess. I don't know if it was drugs. I don't remember the story. Do you remember what happened to her? Man?
1: I mean, if that wasn't the most beautiful girl ever and she just yeah. went downhill bad. I mean, she gained a ton of weight. She got like a drug problem, but I don't know. I'm praying for her. I, last I saw, she was pissing out in her backyard or something. So, wow. uh, yeah, I feel bad for her. She had a, Really good, bright career going that just went downhill fast.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I, of course, being a guy who watched the show for, for her and, and Rachel Bilson, I always said, man, this, this girl just has something about her that's very unique. And then just gone, poof. And she was a little the, girl
1: on uh, The Sixth Sense, which was also in Philly. She was yeah. the one
0: puking her guts up. Yeah. Crazy. She took the, uh, <laughs> she took the Amanda Bynes approach to a uh, starter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for so, a uh, good, list. good list Definitely, yeah That was our, uh, our top five list And then we're going to get into some topics And jump right into it with some um, And a big one here I was listening to this this morning on the news And I read into it Brian Acton was the co-creator of the app Whatsapp Whatsapp is kind of a um, message type thing I don't know if people are familiar with it uh, He's leading a charge for people to delete Facebook after Facebook, uh, the social media site allowed millions of people's personal information to get out. Kind of a security uh, accident, if you will. My question, can Facebook be stopped? Will people actually delete Facebook? I mean, you know, if you remember a couple of years
1: ago and people were all up in arms about Messenger and how people were like reading all of your messages – I don't know. I I still feel there's something weird with Messenger because – actually, when I went to go uh, add apps to my phone, Hulu only takes about 90 MGs, I think it is. And Hulu, you know, you stream all your favorite shows and everything. But Messenger took up like 300 of these MGs. Don't quote me on this. Uh, because it was so much more than Hulu, and it just shocked me so bad. So I don't know. I think something's weird with Messenger and Facebook. They're next. I mean, it's already not popular with the kids. Kids use, like, Snapchat and Instagram more these days. So uh, who knows? What do you think?
0: Well, it, it's it been the social media giant for a long time. It, it definitely outlasted MySpace. space. But then again, when MySpace was out, nobody ever thought that would go away. And now it's, even though it still kind of exists in some strange format, um, it, it, you know, Not that's MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> kind of miss it a little bit. But yeah, I mean, Facebook is out there. We advertise on it, we have a page on it. You know, we like it. I still enjoy it. Um, I've been on Instagram more lately, doing some Twitter. So who knows? Maybe it can fade stuff out. You know, I forget the number. It was a lot, lots of millions of people. His information got laid out there. And, of course, you know, uh, Zuckerberg came out and apologized and said he's going to do things to fix it, and they're changing security and all that. But, you know, once the damage is done, that's tough. Yeah, and I feel like people have so many, uh,
1: like, so much content on Facebook, like, especially pictures. Like, people have pictures from, like, uh, what was it? The big boom was in, like, 2008, 2009, when, like, people really started adding – their, like whole life on Facebook. So uh that's a big deal. But yeah, you're right. I loved MySpace. I, I thought MySpace blew Facebook out of the water. And you can have like your like theme song playing when people came on your uh-huh. page. It was amazing. You could like decorate your background and stuff.
0: Yep. So uh my, I don't know. my background <laughs> was uh my background was a mobster daffy duck. Okay. And um I can't remember my last theme song though, but I do remember my last background. Dependent on the mood.
1: Was it like a sad song? Was it upbeat song? <laughs> yeah, like
0: people would have like this playlist of like a thousand songs. That's a little much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, one is good for me. <laughs> but uh <laughs> did you hear did you hear what's involved in getting rid of Facebook? No. Okay, so obviously you can um delete or or log out if you will, and it still exists. In order to absolutely, positively delete yourself from the Facebook world, you have to go to a website. There is a uh, form that you have to type in, and it takes a month for the form to get reviewed before they decide. <laughs> yep, I was listening to all this this morning on the news. I was blown away. So you can't just click a button. you got to go through this whole rigmarole. They own you. They own us now. Facebook now. That this, yeah. is so
1: weird because, yeah, you, I mean, one time or another, you go to delete Facebook and it's like, okay, well, if you ever want to come back, all your shit's still on here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> We'll give you the combination to the lock, no problem. Yeah, oh, a man. Big form to, yeah it's easier to file um, a death certificate than it is to uh, get off Facebook.
1: Black Mirror. It's so scary. It is scary.
0: Needless to say, it's not going anywhere. there will be videos of me acting like an ace. Twenty years from now, jeez. <laughs> the uh, NFL National Football League Competition Committee uh, meets. They usually do this um, around this time every year. As a matter of fact, last year we were on the conference call, uh, and this year another conference call with uh, the head, Troy Vincent, and he announced that the league is in the stage one of three, stage one of three, to change the very much disputed catch rule. As some of you who uh, watch football uh, will know, the catch rule is always sketchy. What's a catch? What's not a catch? It's been going on for years. My question, usual, is as somebody who watches football but isn't a regular, how confusing already is the catch rule?
1: Well, I think you're just going to have to explain
0: it to me because I'm lost already. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's got to be. I um, mean, played, it's not a touchdown. You have to have two feet inbounds, right? With what they call control of the ball, right? And then when you make your move to the ground, the ball cannot move. Like if you hit the ground, the ball can't move. It can't juggle. It can't hit the ground. That um, makes sense. In the end zone, you have to catch it again. Same thing. Cross the goal line. It's gotten so crazy. And, and I'll give you an example. Obviously, you watch the Super Bowl. They were A lot of people were trying to say that uh, Zach Ertz's touchdown was not a catch because he went to the ground, laid the ball out, and it bounced off the ground, went back in his hands, and caught it. A lot of people were disputing that that's not a catch because it hit the ground. But Ertz has control. He crosses the goal line, and then the ground causes it to be incomplete. It's very confusing. The league is going to great lengths to try and change this, uh, so hopefully it, they come up with a resolution. I don't know what, because it's so hard. It's action, it's human hands and human body. I, I don't know. Very difficult. It is weird. And, like, once you have
1: control of the ball, but you're seriously wrapped up in five other players, but you cross that threshold of the goal line, like, that always confuses me, because realistic. I don't know, in my mind, like, you should have two feet on the ground in the end zone with control of the ball, to be considered a touchdown, but that would be like way too much. I know you have to just cross it and be there.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, and they, you know, in the field of play, that's not a touchdown They use terms like football move. You have to catch it, control it, make a football move, which is like a juke or a step forward or something of that nature. So it's so confusing. Let's hope that not only A, they come up with a better solution to it, but be a better way to explain it, because I've watched football my entire life, football junkie, and I can't even explain it. You're sitting there waiting for my explanation, and my explanation sucks.
1: <laughs> and they change it all the time. I mean, they're they're changing the contact rules. So I mean, as time goes on, it's inevitably like going to change.
0: The one rule that they are changing that I like, they've talked about it, uh, is the pass interference rule. And here's the thing. Um, Pass interference, a quarterback can throw the ball 50 yards downfield. Uh, the defender can make some kind of bad contact, and they put the ball all the way 50 yards down the field. What they're talking about now is if you commit that penalty, 15 yards. And that's good. That's the way they do it in college. Of course, people say to lead to more penalties, hey, you want to keep penalizing yourself all the way down the field, fine. But for a team to get a lucky break by one bomb, it's, it's a little corny. So I like the idea of changing that rule. We'll see. I said the competition committee met. Um, they had her speech today, and uh, we'll see what comes out of it. Like I said, they're trying to make changes. are always trying to make changes. Safety is always a big one as well, so we'll see how that mm-hmm. works out. It's so tough on a contact sport, like football uh, or
1: hockey, because, like, basketball, it's like a fail is a fail. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't touch me.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, to, You know, some of the things you see in hockey as well, Hockey, even being harder, you're on skates, so the, the ability to stop your body is something like they call a, um, a charging penalty or anything over two strides. Well, you know, you're skating, you're taking two strides of a guy across, you know, it's hard. I, I don't, I wouldn't want to slam on my brakes and risk breaking my ankles. I think I'd rather take the two-minute penalty than, uh, you know, break my
1: leg. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about my first hockey play when I knocked myself no. out?
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus.
1: I was going after the puck And I played on like an all boys team And the puck was against the boards And I'm like I must have took like Two strides towards it And the top of The stick Went right up in my diaphragm Under the pad And I totally like Laid myself out Wow I was on the ice for like 15 minutes
0: Jesus Christ (laughs) Yeah Hockey's rough (laughs) <laughs> How is you throw? I mean, I I couldn't. Know. Wear your gear, kids. Wear your gear. A woman at a Glendale McDonald's assaulted a store clerk this past Sunday over the wrong breakfast order. That's right. You hear the uh, severity of where the world gets to. Uh, apparently, the uh, the accused went into a McDonald's, ordered a sandwich with bacon, and instead got sausage. So instead of you know. Hey, can I see the manager? Hey, the sandwich is wrong. Uh, the customer made their way behind the counter, grabbed the clerk, threw her to the ground, causing her to uh, hit her head, and then proceeded, I guess, to get their order fixed and, and walked out. Um, <laughs> how much, how much jail time do you lay out to this person?
1: Hold up, hold up. She still got her sandwich. <laughs>
0: she walked well, out that store with with. <laughs> in reading it, it said the manager stated that, you know, he just wanted to make right of the situation and correct the order. To me, the situation is already fixable when you grab the store clerk and throw them to the ground over a piece of breakfast meat.
1: You know, that had to be the last time that person went into work, like, at a McDonald's. Like, they do not pay enough for someone to come around the counter and assault them. That's ridiculous.
0: I mean, you know, It's like, it's not the WWE. I mean, you can't just grab a person, throw them to the ground, and have that be your job. This poor person is working at a McDonald's. We've heard the talk for years about how they feel the wages are low enough as it is. This girl goes in on a Sunday, nevertheless, and gets beat to crap. I'm going to freeze you right there because I believe it is time for our very special guest, the star of the Netflix hit series, Everything Sucks, Jahi Winston Jahi, you with us? Welcome to the Stoop
2: Yes, thank you for having me Absolutely. Hi Absolutely
0: <laughs> <laughs> We are uh, We're thrilled to have you Like I said earlier, we had been, been watching the show It's fantastic You're great in it, you're, you're a marvelous young actor And we are thrilled to have you on um, If you don't mind, we're going to ask you some questions And talk for a little bit Are you down?
2: I am very down, thank you so much
0: <laughs> Absolutely sounds great. So, um, you are a young, exciting new actor, the star, of course, of Everything Sucks on Netflix. Uh, you're in the New Edition story as well. How did you get discovered? How did you get your first big break in acting? Um,
2: I would say um, it was right around the time when Atlanta started becoming a uh, uh, pretty popular in the film and television industry and the theater community as well, As well. And uh, casting calls started coming around, you know, whenever casting agencies would come here. And my brother's friend um, sent him, uh, my brother, a breakdown for The Lion King on Broadway in the national tour. And oh, wow. um Yeah, and so he sent that, he gave that to my brother. My brother showed it to my mom. And my mom asked me, is this something that you want to do? And I said, yes. I went to the audition. My mom was like, "There's a bunch of kids here. We're not because they really don't pick kids for that." But this time they did, and it was about 900 kids all 1,000 wow. kids at the audition. I got called back, and then and then I got another call back, and then I went to New York for the final call back, and then two days later, I got the part of Young Simba in uh, The Lion King on Broadway. And um, then I moved to New York. I did that for about a year and a half, almost two years. And then I got the new audition story, got an agent, and then, you know, small TV roles. And then that's how everything really got, you know, the ball rolling. That's amazing. And did you always yeah. know you had the bug?
1: Like, were were you nervous going for the audition or were you doing this from, like, an even younger age
2: well, that was really my first auditions ever, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I don't know if I was nervous because I really wasn't necessarily planning on getting it. I was just like, all right, I'm the little uh, <laughs> church. That, uh, I guess I'll just sing. Then if I get called back, I'll get called back. If not, I have a baseball game later. So that's the deal. <laughs> I, well, please. I always really wanted to do this I always was an entertainer it was never like uh I just happened to do it it's always something I wanted to do this audition just came in um at this time so I would that's
0: great yeah are you are you surprised how quickly the good roles are coming you? I mean you you know everything sucks is, is a big role new addition story is big and you know you got a lot of stuff already coming out are you surprised how quickly this is all uh working out for you
2: I'm not surprised, um, and I guess maybe I'm not surprised because I have very high expectations of, you know, how I would imagine my career to do yeah. I guess, but I have no control over that. I have absolutely no control over that, um, but um, I do. I wouldn't say I was surprised because I, more times more than surprised, I would say I'm really wanting it to... You know, go faster. I guess sure. I just have to. Yeah. to I have to remind myself to slow down and uh, appreciate what I have.
1: Yeah, and that's great. And you have it. I mean, I, everything sucks. I I've been watched. I, I mean, I'm halfway through, and your character is just the cutest. He's the greatest character. I would say it was like a Stranger Things, but set in the '90s. And uh, it, it's just so cool how you guys interact. Um, I just wanted to know how close you are on set.
2: Um, everybody's super close. Um, there is a um, a uh, a common um, just bond that everybody and mindset that everybody had. And we wanted to make something uh, really great. And it felt like summer camp, you know, like we were all um, gathered up in the summer in this weird city kind of, and, uh, just making something that we all cared about and that's how it felt, you know? And so that was really our main bond, you know, the fact that we just, you know, had fun being there and just, uh, all being there at the same time.
1: That's awesome. Um, I have to ask you really quick, uh, Sydney Sweeney, who plays Amelia, she's kind of a bully for you. She kind of picks on you the first couple episodes. Um, (laughs) But she just had a horror movie out with uh, my cousin. Tell me her name with uh, Jessica Borth. Uh, I just want to know if if she's you know a sweetheart in person and uh, who are you closest to like in, within the cast.
2: Uh, Sydney is absolutely a uh, very sweet, very caring, very nice, nice, nice person. I mean, it's very. I mean, I've been blessed to have good people around me, but Sydney is one of those where. She just, like, is so level-headed because her, the trajectory of her career is moving so fast. Right around this part, time is when uh, kids my age start getting big heads and Sydney is so level-headed. Like, at the yeah. end of the day, she just wants to go play with her dog and hang out with her friends and, you know, talk to her mom, and she's just so level-headed, and that's one of the main things that makes her so relatable, and that's really why her following is uh, increasing so much is because people like, can't really relate to her and that's just why she's so relatable in in person um and you know she's kind of the big sister on set and we were, we were all very close there we we're all very close to each other
0: that's awesome that's great stuff um so so tell people a little more about everything sucks As i said we've watched it and for people that do watch it um what does the show really mean to you what is this what is the character trying to get to and, and what's the message uh that this show tries to get across Um,
2: basically, Everything Sucks is, um, a nostalgic, uh, um, emotional teen comedy, teen drama set in 1996, uh, Boring Oregon, and it follows the lives of these teenagers in this small town and in these two rival clubs, the AZ Club and the Drama Club, and, um, it's this awkward yet, uh, Emotionally uh, driven show by these teenagers who people are very surprised at um, uh, the range of emotions that uh, these characters display. Um, and um, it's basically driving the message that uh, the role in the past to find who you are is very difficult and it makes us do pretty crazy things. And uh, that is really, you know. What you'll see throughout the whole, um, the whole season is
0: basically that message over and over again,
2: and uh, that's what it, it means to me, uh, at least.
0: Yeah, the um, Wonderwall video blows me away. I think that was fantastic. <laughs> it's a great part of the show. So stuff like that really is cool. Um, I mean, your character Luke is a very bright kid. Uh, seems to be a very loving kid. Uh, how much of that character is really like you? Like, how much are you like Luke in real life? Um,
2: I would say that Luke and I have uh are pretty different. Um, but uh, but you know, we have similarities but I would say passion. passionate is uh one that is uh that I relate to the mo a quality that I relate to the most in him. Um sure. I would also um say we're like in the way of um when we care for someone, um, it's a very uh deep uh, love and uh, deep affection and um, uh, sometimes we can be misunderstood and uh, ways like that um, but I would say we're pretty different I mean if someone says they don't like me you only got to tell me one, and then I'm like alright <laughs> I'm good
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> tell me two, three times. I'm all good uh, so you know we're both ambitious but our ambition shines in different ways Oh.
1: And I love how you are with Kate on the show. It's very, it's just so cute. It is. And uh, I, I know you're persistent on the show and um, you are learning all your great musical taste from Kate on the show. I'm not trying to ruin it for anyone, but uh, with uh, Everything Sucks and the new edition movie, you're exposed to like all this great old music. Are you a fan of a lot of it or is a lot of it new to you?
2: No, say it's new to me because I grew up uh, with parents who, who, uh yeah, with parents who, you know, great, played great music, and I grew up with a very um, co- uh, music-driven family. Um, so we never really listened to one genre of music; it was always a range of music uh, that we all loved. So uh, it's not new to me. I'm not surprised by it. Um, but I definitely think that um some of the uh slang, some of that is new. But uh I doesn't say the music has always been something that I've that I've been pretty familiar with.
0: That's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of great stuff that I uh I remember from my uh years. Uh so some of the subject matter on the show is is very bold. And very deep and very direct. Uh, when you got the role, did your did your parents worry about the kind of things you'd be discussing and, and acting out on the show or uh is just part of the gig and you have a good grip on it? What do you think? I I not say they were
2: worried. I think that um Luke is I not say that word. I think that Luke is a pretty um relatable character and uh down to earth. Um and tr- they always have a say in like the role that I uh that I um that I look at and um if, if it even gets to me um they are always going to be like yeah not this one you know that one has too much bad language doing one job doing that one sure. and, uh like uh, that you know um uh, they're very protective about the content that I do but this was one where I would say they were pretty cool you know they were pretty they were pretty chill because you know our generation it was more the story. And um, the last lessons that happened throughout the story that they uh, really uh, that really won them over, I guess.
1: Yeah, and it kind of comes with the territory. And it's you know Netflix being on Netflix, it's so it's in your face and it's reality, and that's why everyone loves Netflix. So the show's already a hit. But is there like a campaign to bring about season two? Have you heard any word on that?
2: Yeah. I love. It's very um um uh revealing to see how our fans care so much about us that um you know that they are jumping on this uh this train to uh, bring it back season to bring us back for season two and uh, I hope Netflix uh, jumps on the train too. But uh you know. Uh, I really love the, the the campaign and the response to how people are reacting to it. It's really um great, and uh, I do hope we come
0: back for a season two. So yeah, yeah, we hope so too. <laughs> yeah, we do. I just I started really getting into it, and you know, I'm I'm loving it, and I definitely want to see more. So, uh, you know, people come on Twitter and there's a, a campaign, you know, to uh, renew. Everything sucks, so get on it and. Uh, <laughs> And such the Netflix and get yeah. it going. Um, let's get to some other uh, let's get to some other roles. Um, as again, the New Edition story, you played Ralph Tresvant. Um, how did you get into um, music and following of New Edition? And how was it to play a real life character? You got to do a lot of research to learn to be somebody, or did it, did it seem kind of natural? Did you get your own spin on it?
2: Uh, for the most part, it was natural because Ralph and I have so much to in my opinion. Um, um, so, uh, the research was more uh, performance-wise, like me just studying all of them performing, you know, uh, on stage and trying to really get Ralph's mannerisms down. But as far sure. as uh, character-wise, he was, you know, it was easy because I could relate to him so much and I knew that I would have a great time uh, doing it and, you know, really getting to... Uh, uh, portray him and emulate him in some ways and just really um, have fun with it. At, it was just like at first in the audition process, it was the process of, oh my gosh, I hope I get this. This is something that I really want to do. Um, and then once I got it, and then I got rehearsals and I saw the brotherly love from everybody and, you know, from the older guys and the younger guys and You know, we're all brothers now, we're all family. And then I was like, okay, this is a family thing. And then once it came out, it became like this cultural phenomenon. And then, you know, everybody is, you know, now, you know, new edition has a whole new generation of fans. And then I didn't know if I would be a part of that. I just, you know. It was just, you know, once I got on set, it was about us making something that we wanted to do for our culture and our people. And then it transcended culture. It transcended, I mean, it broke records in London and, you know, other places, too. So the whole new edition experience was, was amazing. It was just fantastic. There was nothing like it. Awesome. Yeah, and it, it was super well
1: received too. And I I saw some behind the scenes video of you guys like just singing backstage, and, and it looked like you had a blast. Um, were there any like moments that stood out for you on set? Oh my
2: gosh, it's so hard to pick. Um, <laughs> I you know I, you know what I always tell people I I say, new edition story. It was one of those sets where you really had to be there to get, you know, the love and the 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 spirit of the set you know you walk on mm-hmm. the set, you'll hear harmonies of some kind, you know you walk on the set, you'll probably smell like soul food or popcorn, you know <laughs> it was a very uh family driven set, but I guess the one moment that was stand out for me um would probably be would probably be during the table read when we were all in the table reading there was a lot a lot of people and the minute the first line was spoken of the the whole the whole show um we had the the energy was electric and then once Caleb Caleb mclaughlin and i we started singing the song is this the end together the the Whole room just pandemonium. It was crazy. I mean, everybody was singing along, and then you know they were cheering us on, and it was it was such a that was that whole you know, experience of the Tabori was so crazy. Um, uh, they really don't like that. favorites usually have like executives, and you know people are very you know square and they don't and not um, <laughs> you know find the of spirit. But you know in ours it was electric. It was electric. Like.
1: I've never been a part of a
0: table like that. It was crazy. That's so Sounds great. Um, yeah. Let's talk about your. Uh, let's talk about a new movie. You got your latest project. It's called Proud Mary, and a pretty good cast here: uh, Taraj A.P. Henson, Danny Glover, uh, Neil McDonough, amongst others. So a pretty good cast. Tell us a little bit about your character and uh, about this movie and and playing with some of these big stars. Um. Um.
2: The movie is um uh about this woman proud uh this woman Mary who um is a hit woman and you know, she what? lives a very uh reserved, uh, you know, uh morbid kinda life, um, until one one hit, one professional hit, she does, it goes extremely bad, it goes horrible and then uh her life is changed and from that, um, this orphan kid, she makes this kid basically an orphan, and, um, you know, she, it, the guilt takes over her, and she ends up uh, taking care of the, of, the, of the kid, and then all the events kind of take place from there.
0: Sounds great. From the reviews I read, it said, like, you kind of stole the show. Uh, how, how great was that movie? <laughs> oh. have a great time making it?
2: Yes, I did. I had a great time with Taraji and Mr. Glover. You know, everybody was really cool.
1: Oh my God. And and how were they with you on set? Did they treat you like? Were they protective? Were they giving you advice?
2: Taraji was especially because I spent obviously most of my time with her. But Taraji was, you know, like she gave she gave herself a nickname, and then we kind of just started going along with it. We she calls for I call her my industry mom because she (laughs) was, you know, she's always, like, um, you know, protective and, you know, uh, you know, making me laugh and kind of, you know, giving me Um, advice, you know. She's always wanted to just give out advice. I have to ask for it, you know, because she kind of leads by example, but um, uh, she, We had a great time. We had a great time together. Most of my things with her, you know, most of her were with me. Uh, and, you know, we just had a great time together. She was amazing.
1: That's awesome. I can't wait to see you two together. And you also have a movie coming out with uh, Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. And Kevin Hart's from Philly, and that's where we're from. Uh, <laughs> how funny was it working with Kevin?
2: Kevin was great. I think a lot of people expect Kevin to, you know, do his you know, stand up bit while we're filming the movie. But I was actually surprised at how much of a professional he is. I mean, you forget that this is a this is a man who like is uh draws in mil- hundreds of millions of people at the box office every time his movie comes out. Sure. Um, because when you on set uh with him, he um may- he's just such a a nice a nice guy So I feel like He's more of like A genuinely Caring nice guy More than he is Funny He's hilarious But you know His his You know His spirit His kindness Kind of uh, Stood out for me So yeah He was great
0: oh, That's great And that's good to hear We like hearing that Especially from a local <laughs> We love that kind of stuff. Um when do you find a time or if you find a time nowadays to be a regular kid? What do you like to do in your downtime? Like you're just being jahi or just, you know, you're being your own person. What do you like to do for fun? Um, I'm
2: just, I'm always being me. But uh, um, I would say that my whole life is really uh, normalcy. Uh, there really isn't one specific time when I'm a regular kid. I feel like I'm just a regular kid, just, you know, Regular, 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 all the time. But um <laughs> oh, in, my, in my downtime, what I like to do, I like to uh, play video games. I practice a lot, school, you know, things. What video you know, games do you play? Games. I like WWE, 2K18. I like <laughs> yeah. Madden. Like, yeah, those are the main ones. Very cool. Yes.
0: And how, have your, uh, how have your friends taken to you and your sudden fame? You still got a good group of guys you hang out with or it's uh, a little harder to keep up with everybody? You know what? Most of my friends are friends that are in the industry, but they're, like, friends
2: before, like, my career really started to pick up. So, like, oh, cool. Caleb Caleb, Caleb McLaughlin, uh, who is on Stranger Things, uh, we were friends and. 2000 we we start. we met in 2015 before the show came out and we became really close during that time and then all the new edition guys those are like my brothers including caleb and uh you know that those are really my main set of friends uh so yeah and my family mostly yeah that's so cool
1: so uh where do you spend Mm -hmm. most of your time are you in are you based in new york now
2: No, I'm from Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, and uh, that's where I I spend most of my time, Atlanta and D.C.
1: Okay, so you don't have any problems, like, going to the mall now? Like, do people (laughs) (laughs) come rush you
2: for autographs? Uh, You know, sometimes people see me, and uh, uh, they recognize me. I've never been, you know, rushed or mobbed or anything like that, (laughs) but uh, yet... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <that's
0: pretty> much- <laughs> so, um, real quickly, uh, what is a uh, what is a dream role for you? Let's say, like, there's a uh, movie you'd really like to play or a character from the page you'd love to remake. What would be, like, your absolute favorite role to play? Um, I don't know.
2: I feel like anything that is completely off the wall, um crazy or something that is very uh different for me. Um uh I don't know I couldn't just say one specific role. Um I would I would do a lot of stuff.
1: That's so cool. And there, I mean, you've touched on so many different genres and uh like facets of the industry. So we only see you going bigger and better at and- more than you already are, but you're so well established for such a young man, and um, I just want to adopt you. I think you're so
2: adorable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm you. saying all day. I'm like this guy, this little boy's so cute. I just want to adopt him.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely oh, a uh, definitely a lovable character and a character that people can really get behind. And I said to Joel, I said, you know, your character is somebody we we really root for. You watch the show and you just love it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you like do you like the Positive, good guy role, or do you think maybe down the line your career is like a bad guy role in there for you? I think every somewhere
2: along the line, every actor wants to play the bad guy because you know the bad guy is just so much more fun to play. They're they're a little less predictable than the good guy. You know, yeah. the good guy is what gonna end up having good intentions. I feel like bad guys are a little bit more um, unpredictable and they have a better backstory and. Uh, easier and, and more fun to just dig into, so and more in a lot, you know, different layers and stuff like that. So I want to play some evil. Yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: I like evil that. Evil Jahi. Very, very well. Thought. Yeah. Evil Jahi. You do like, the, you play a dual role, a good guy and bad guy. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, once again, the Netflix show, it's the series Everything Sucks. It is incredible. If you haven't seen it yet. Go see it. We're campaigning for a, uh, a comeback. Also, the new edition story uh, and movies like uh, Proud Mary. Jahi Winston, folks. You can find him on Instagram at Jahi Winston. You can follow him on Twitter at Jahi Diallo. And he's going to be in theaters all over You real seems He's a fantastic actor. Jahi, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy thank schedule you. and joining us. Oh, would you like to come back sometime?
2: Please. Thank you. Oh, oh absolutely. Thank you so much. You
0: And uh, thanks to your PR team for bringing you to us. Have yourself a great evening. We'll talk real soon. Good luck with the rest of your career.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. you. Bye. Bye bye. Joel's sad to see him leave. Oh, bye. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I tell you what, smart, confident young man who really has it all together. Excellent. A great interview to Jahi Winston. J-A-H-I Winston, like I said um, Netflix series He is the star Of Everything Sucks Really good show, definitely worth seeing it Uh, Proud Mary And he's got so much going on Great actor, definitely worth uh, checking out
1: I I swear I hope I didn't scare him off by saying I want to Adopt him, but he's so adorable (laughs) (laughs) He's the cutest And the show is just It is, it's cute, and it's Nostalgic, like he said, and it just all the references and everything. The music will take you back, and just even using the VHS's that they do in the AV club, it's just so relatable um, in an awkward sort of way because you just are taken back to when you were a kid in that time. So uh, he's such an incredible young actor, and he is going places like he is the next huge thing.
0: I think so. I, I definitely think he is a kid that'll catch on like said, he's so likable. And like I said, you look at this character and you kinda of think, yeah, that that's this this kid. And he's he's so good. So professional. Like you said, you know, nervous? Eh, I wasn't nervous. <laughs> you know, finally get the park, go back to my baseball game. He's uh real cool. He's got a lot of control and I love that. And uh, like I said, we get a lot of young stars on here and they have that belief. They have the feeling that they're meant for this He seems like he's made for it. He's even made for an interview. He was great, said all the right things, and gave all the right answers. Excellent. Again, Jahi Winston, check out Everything Sucks on Netflix. And if you're not, uh, you know, once our show's over tonight, go watch it. It's snowing out. are you going? Watch Everything Sucks on Netflix. Yeah, it's so nice, right? You could
1: just uh, light a fire on the first day of spring because there's like 10 feet of (laughs) snow outside. Get your Rita's, Watch the Phillies. All that good stuff.
0: Yeah, all that all that springtime stuff, to <laughs> Listen to Jahi on the stoop. I know a lot of you is, you know, and I said it in the ads, it's a snow night. I know a lot of you are home. and know a lot of you are listening. We appreciate that. What else to do on a nice snowy night? Then check out one of the hottest up-and-coming stars in all of TV and movies. We do appreciate it. And we've even had
1: uh, newcomers comment me on Instagram, on Twitter, like, oh, my goodness, everything sucks is awesome. It's my favorite show. I'm definitely going to follow the stoop now. I'm like, as you should, because it's as great. You
0: should. <laughs> that's right. We're not afraid to take on uh, any kind of entertainment, music, TV, comedians, sports, whatever it is. We'll check it out. And, you know, we reach out to these public relations people. We try to get you know, certain talents and we ask them if you have anybody else. And that's what happened right here. PR firm that represents Jahi said we have somebody for you and when I saw it right away I'm like boom a Netflix series a hit series like this absolutely can't wait to get this kid on big for us I love it big night so thanks again to Jahi and his PR crew and those
1: kids are doing big things like I said Sydney Sweeney is in the new horror flick Um, tell me your name with my cousin Jessica Barth little shout out but um, very, very talented young actress, and they're just all doing big things. And I just love seeing these young stars just branch out, and we get to be one of the first people to talk to them. So it's it's really amazing.
0: I agree. Absolutely. I totally agree with that, and um, it really is good. And, you know, that show, <laughs> it's funny because it's young kids, but some of the subject matter is pretty graphic and, and deep like Ja, he said that's today's rules. It's you know, it's an honest approach. Trying to candy coat anything, it lays it right out there.
1: It is crude, and it's like our kind of crude because it's before the Instagram, before the Facebook bull crap. You know, it's just what how we lived back in those days. So it's just like in your face. I know they have like little uh, commercial, and it's like pop up video, and it's like what we did before Instagram and all these little like quips about it. So if you haven't caught the show, check it out while you're snowed in. If you're on the East coast.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Good stuff. Definitely worth checking out. And let's hope they renew it. Like I said, their campaign is out there on Twitter. So try to find uh Jahi on Twitter and trace down that, uh, everything sucks renewal campaign. Cause we'd like to see more of it. I like to see more. Of it. I think it's really good. Absolutely. All right, let's get back to uh, some other stuff here that we do. Uh, Some more topics. And uh, here's a weird one that I was reading the other day. A six-year-old Oregon girl made a rather crazy discovery. Um, She was at a soccer game, kind of walked off to the side and bored and just started digging. What she came up with was a 65-million-year-old fossil of a uh, sea creature known as an ammonite. Which is long since it think kind of went the, in reading it kind of went the way of the dinosaur, so it's very much extinct. Um, Trying to say that normally a fossil uh, of this age could fetch as much as fifty thousand dollars, but this one is so rare and this creature is so rare that sky could be the limit. Um, Three part question, I guess. First of all, can you believe that? <laughs> can you believe the strange luck of this little girl just digging randomly? I mean. How happy are her parents? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, little Emily, you go dig. <laughs> well, you know, first it was probably, put that down, get away from there. Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's first. Um, let me ask you, because I was always that kind of kid that played and everything. What was the coolest thing you ever found as a kid? Digging around, scrounging around. <sighs> I don't know.
1: I mean, I always like (laughs) to dig on the beach. Like, you always find weird stuff. And uh, one time I was out with my mom on the beach, and it was just me and her for some reason. Like, my my dad was home on, like, a work trip or whatever. And it was just me and her. We came back to the hotel, and we got all these seashells. And we were getting ready to go out to the boardwalk that night. And um, all of a sudden I hear this, like, screaming from the
0: bathroom.
1: (laughs) And I, I walk in and I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, there's creatures in there. <laughs> so there was like, you know, it was like a crab, but it was see through. It was like a see through hermit wow. crab. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And since then, I've never seen like uh, a, a clear hermit crab. So that's, that's one of the weirdest. And um, I, I mean, I haven't found anything of value. I was never lucky enough to be that person to find, like, a bunch of money on the sidewalk or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I guess the money-wise, it, I found 100 hours flying through the uh, parking lot in the Chamonix Mall. It actually hit me in the foot. I was walking, and oh. it actually flew in the breeze and hit me right in the foot. And I was like, eh, money. Apparently, there was, like, That's another right, 20 or so. Of... <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, another 20. Cause another guy's talking tree... <laughs> <Another laughs> about money. <laughs> so I used to be a money loser too. That's why I stopped carrying money. I always drop money. But I got that hundred, and some guy down the way is like, hey, money! I'm like, that's my money. <laughs> that's my wind pile of money.
1: Mike he lost like $20 money. on Saturday. I was so upset. I'm like, no!
0: Well, Saturday. <laughs> um, money. Saturday, St. Patty's Day, I kind of consider National Lose Money Day because yeah. you're just <laughs> rip roaring and having a blast. I don't know if you saw the picture of me on Facebook. There's one picture of me with three bottles of beer in my mouth at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, it was that kind of night. So.
1: I have to tell you something because I have discovered through my new home that there is this thing called, drum roll please, the drunk
0: bus. The drunk bus. This it comes ever.
1: to my house for free takes me to the bar safely, and then brings me back. And we're the only people on this bus.
2: <laughs> I
1: could not believe it. And the people up here are just so friendly and nice. I swear, I swear we're going to get into a fight or, or something. But it was just the best experience. And there was a bus that took me to my destination and back for free. could not believe it.
0: Oh my god. That that's incredible. That that's got to be I mean, I just want to be your neighbor now. I really do. I need that. Hey, I need the anytime. drunk bus. It,
1: it comes every Friday and Saturday night.
0: I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm down for that. I really I really am. Jesus. The trunk bus. Should be a camera. Okay, I, it. I know. I like it. And it's
1: not it's not like a cheese bus. Like it's one of those like nice, <laughs> you know, AC-bound buses that you would see. I think it has oh, so compartments like a, for things.
0: things. Sure it's like a travel bus.
1: Oh, yeah. But I oh, will tell you geez. one thing, because once I was on it, <laughs> I, like, sat down, and it was so quiet on the bus, and I cracked a Pina which is a pineapple Rita, and the guy's, like, the driver, he's like, what was that? Hold it up! <laughs> and no one hold, held anything up. So, uh, so we just distracted them, um, and I had my pineapple Rita on the bus. So you're not allowed to drink on the bus, is what I learned. Mm. But,
0: wah, wah, wah.
1: but, but, but takes you safely back and forth.
0: Very nice. I mean that you can't beat that right there. That's something that you know, absolutely. Amazing. Smart. Um, real quickly, just got a uh, an email from Shannon Barr, who was the woman that brought his Jahi uh, who was also uh trying to bring another young star at the Stoop, a young lady by the name of Navia Robinson. So we'd like to set that up from the show at Raven's Home. Um, so we'll, we'll look into that as well. Another lovely young lady that we'll have here on the Stoop in the near future. That'd be great. Um we love we love the Raven. Panel. I love Raven.
1: I think she's hilarious and the spin off is is just good. as good. <laughs> have you
0: seen it? Have you seen this yeah
1: I saw parts um, The young girl Skylar I think we were Going to have on, But uh, no Raven Raven's awesome Anything she's a part of Is like a hit So <laughs> It's great
0: Yes yeah, so The uh this lady That apparently Plays her daughter That would be excellent So we'll look into that In near future Here on the soup We love um, Getting new talent On here The young ones The young ones are fun Because they got a lot To say And they got a lot Of confidence In themselves and it's good. Not that we don't Like having and veterans, but the young ones are nice too we have a nice mix of both I would say we really do the, the veteran ones give you some good stories Um like I said Brooke Lewis the other one had some great stories um, we had a blast with Bobby Brown um, the other one that you missed was Erica Leniac she has some good stories but then again then you get the, the young newbies um, like tonight with Jahi and uh, Bella Elise and, and ones like that they have fresh new things to say. So just a great mix here on the stoop. We're doing a good job. Me and you are pounding the pavement and bring more acts your way. Um, we, um, yeah, I, I've lost my train of thought. So, uh,
1: <laughs> I was going to say, if you have any musicians, especially, um, you can always send us your content because we're always on the lookout for new and exciting things. Um, you can send me or, or Jeff. Mine is JewelTy at gmail.com. What's your what's your uh, email,
0: Shark? <laughs> my email is um Jeffrey Perini at Yahoo dot I'm very excited. <laughs> it's, not, it's not very exciting at all. I know. It's like that it's like that old man uh, email. Can can email my grandmother with that. <laughs> I don't really know why you find that so funny.
1: Find but, us on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram.
0: Yeah, RNG please because that's that's corny. Um the Stoop Radio Network on Facebook. Stoop <laughs> Stoop Radio one on Twitter. Um <laughs> Grandpa just figured out how to use email at Yahoo dot com. Uh My yeah. I never really had it, you know, 'cause I used Jeffrey. to be I used to be I used to be Philly fan nineteen seventy one. Oh, Which, well, I'm glad you changed it. Jeez. Well, like I said, I mean, look what am I,
1: 12? You know, Philly thing. It's all right. Mine used to be uh, Juju Beans 27.
0: <laughs> Juju Beans 27. No
1: one even called me that. I think one girl in grade school called me that, and all of a sudden it was my email for, like, 12 years. So glad I changed
0: it. Oh, man, that's something else. I feel bad. <laughs> <sighs> <Jesus. laughs> that really is hilarious. Um, so yeah, we're gonna be um getting some <laughs> more acts on. Um a quick congratulations to one of our all time favorites, if not our absolute favorite, on stoop. Um Lilith and the Night. Uh they premiered their yes, they premiered their new single today. Uh, on Woo! a On a great big radio station Uh, So congratulations to them They will be back May 2nd And we will give the um, Not only a world premiere But we will premiere it to you before it comes out Uh, Their new song May 2nd It's due out May 4th They will be on the stoop on May 2nd Um, April 9th is a show I'd like to talk about as well This was just announced today And it's close to home We we have some talented family Uh, Jewel of course uh, Being related to Jessica Barth and uh, I have a uh, married-into relative who is an outstanding young rap artist. Uh, he's got a new album out. I'm going to play for you right here. Uh, not the whole album. I'm going to play some songs and have him on on April 9th. Um, the artist's name is Why Not Tony. That's Y-not-t-o-m-y. why not Tony. Tony Reed is the young man's name. Excellent rapper out of the Cincinnati area. Very excited for this. Me and Joe were checking it out today. Uh, we've talked for a while now with Tony about getting on the show. He's been in the rap game for a long time. He has a great passion for it. He loves music. He loves art. Um, his uh, he's an expected father as well. He's got a baby on the way. He's got a brand new album on the way. Great guy. Fun. Very personable. Uh, so we're going to have him here on the stoop April 9th at Long Last. We're finally going to get to sit down and and play some songs and uh, kind of ask him how his rap career is going. He's very uh, much worth it. We're going to uh, share information and where to find him, of course, uh, leading up to the show. Um, Again, you know, I'm not biased. He's family, but he's very talented. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm so excited. I love, like, I love finding great rap artists, uh, hip-hop artists, if you will. Like, um, that's probably my... Music of choice even though that's off, but uh I, I do enjoy some hip hop and I like good hip hop and I have listened to his stuff and I think he's very talented, so I'm very excited.
0: Yeah, me too, and um it it should be uh should be a, a easy one, should be a fun one. Like I said, I've talked to, uh, talked to him about this for a while now, and it's finally going to happen. We're very excited for that. That's going to be April 9th. Like I said, more information as we get closer to that episode. And um, again, I branch out. I'll do classic rock, I'll do heavy metal, I'll do rap. We'll do anything. We will uh, play your stuff here on the stoop and try to get you some more notoriety, try to make you famous. That's what we do here.
1: Yeah. I actually want to reach out to this girl I follow on Instagram, but she does hip-hop to a ukulele. How cool is that? Wow. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: she's very talented, very pretty. Um, so, yeah, we look out
0: for anything. If you do cool things, that's our jam. Agreed. <laughs> I agree. That is our jam. We love it. We love anything of that nature. And also, um, next Monday, I, uh, actress Lisa Link will be on stoop so that'll be uh this coming monday once again brought to us by the same people who uh shannon and company that brought us Jahi will bring us lisa link on monday very excited about that good character actress she has some good stories for us we look very forward to that one as well uh, like i said we're still lining some up. uh we don't have the usual of shows lined up like we used to and you know, remember i would announce like 60 dates at once and you'd forget a week later who's on you know that kind of good stuff
1: I feel like it's picking back up. You know, there's that weird winter spring transition and then, uh, get the ball rolling, if you will. And you know, what else is coming up? Philadelphia comic con, which brings in loads of celebrities, loads of people from your favorite shows and TV. So
0: we are lining
1: stuff up. Stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned. Yeah, definitely. Um, Because we've just got great people. We have very passionate artists who want to come on and deliver great stuff. So, definitely down for that. Um, There was a – unfortunately, I think I lost it, which stinks. Um, Yeah, definitely lost it. There was an ad or something I wanted to read, and I I lost it. Yep, that's uh, that's how good I'm doing today. Here it is. I'm sorry. Okay, so – we're going to do this for our good friend, uh, Troy David Hendrickson, who was on the show a couple weeks back. Whoop, whoo! you know, him and his, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. He is currently the most listened to guest on the stoop. Um, amazing. You might also know him as Delco Mom, Aunt Mary Pat Sabatino is his alter ego. Um, March 26th at the Punchline in Philly, 33 East Laurel Street in Philadelphia, March 26th, 6 p.m., stand up for Parkinson's. Um he'll be doing the Aunt Mary Pat character and it's a benefit for Parkinson's disease. Uh it's very important to him and I you know, I wanted to press it tonight on the show. He didn't ask me for it, he didn't come begging for it, it's just something that I wanted to do because Troy, like I said, was so important to the show and his episode was so great and this is a cost. It's a great cause. Stand up for Parkinson's. Again, uh hosted by um Young friends of Parkinson's Council, the Punchline in Philly, 33 East Laurel Street, March 26th, starting at 6 p.m. 100% of all ticket sales go to benefit the Parkinson's Council. So something very big and very important. I wanted to shout out to you on the stoop for our good friend, David Hendrickson. That's amazing. I really want to try to
1: make it to that. Um, He is just hilarious. And I he continues to like support the stoop and everything we stand for. And um, uh, Parkinson's is as close as me because my grandfather had it and what he passed out. So um, yeah, that's a great cause. And he's just doing really good things with uh, what he has accomplished already. So really proud to uh, be in his company.
0: Absolutely. He's taken the lead over our good friend, Aaron Paul. He is actually the most listened to guest on the Stoop Radio Show and our 49-show uh, tender, which reminds me, Monday's show will be the Big 5 up. Congratulations. Whoa. Show, Big 5 5- I know. It seems like yesterday. Holy crap. I know. That's pretty crazy. It really is. 50 already in... Well, 50 will be in the books come Monday. And uh, what we're going to do on Monday, I'm already going to announce it right now, and you're going to hear it right here. Our top five apps will consist of top five favorite moments... I'm Stoops First 50 Wow Okay, I'm down And you
1: know what? The first time we met, Jeff Perini Was the night before Easter Last year How about that? Easter's coming
0: up Easter Saturday It's
1: a type of anniversary special, shall we?
0: (laughs) We shall We shall Um, (laughs) My uh, birthday comes up April 27th It's a Friday this year uh, so day the 25th, we're trying to do our first annual Stoop Jeff Perini birthday bash. I'm going to try and acquire Mr. Kevin Kirk of the Kirkgo Brothers Band. I'm talking about coming on the show, doing a little Jeff birthday thing. It reminds me, uh, April 27th, we will be having a Jeff Perini birthday bash at the Fireside in Trivos. Jewel, of course, you and Mike are welcome. The Kirkgo Brothers Band will be playing. Tons of friends will be there. It's going to be a mess. Very
1: nice. <laughs> That's my sister's a good birthday, too. That's a good night. I am down with 27th to go out. Woohoo! Happy birthday. Big
0: stuff. Thank you very much. It's coming about, about, uh, about a month from now, so I like to uh, pre warm myself when we hey, like to do a- It's uh, birthday
1: yeah. month, okay? You have to celebrate birthday the whole month.
0: Absolutely. So maybe on the 25th, we'll try to get some uh, random friends to call in and wish me happy birthday and say something obnoxious. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Ha ha ha. Why? <not? laughs> well done, but April ninth, why not? Tony Reed. Very excited. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty amped for Tony. Um cool dude. Really good guy. Nice and he loves his music. He's a good rap artist. Uh we tried to get him on back um the first roll around with the show, but it just didn't pan out. So uh we'll get him here this time. Um this Saturday, folks, I'm amped. I'm gonna advertise this again. It it does mean no good. I get nothing from Advertising, if I'm gonna do it anyway. This Saturday is the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. Oh yeah, it's a uh, it's a three session event. We have a session Friday night, Saturday afternoon, which I will be there from twelve to four. If you're there, you can't miss me. I'm going to be the guy with the kilt on. Well, me and seven of my other friends will all be wearing kilts and a shirt that says "The Dream Team" on it. Um, this year, Jewel, the reason why I'm Overly amped. Not only do I get to drink ridiculous amounts of beer, not only do I get to get drunk and eat fatty foods that are going to stop my arteries, but the guest this year, the musical guest, is the Mighty, Mighty Boston's. That's right, the Mighty, Mighty Boston's playing the session of at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. It is one of the greatest events you could ever go to if you. Have a chance, and you got nothing going on this weekend, and if tickets are still available, they may or may not be. It's about $60 for the ticket. You get more than your beer full. You get great music and all that. It's at the Atlantic City Convention Center. Check it out at the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival. Jewel, I know you talked about going. If not this year, next year, definitely. Put it on your list. you got to get there.
1: I am really jealous. I would love to go. (laughs) Uh, But... I don't know if we're going to make it this year, but I hope you have a grand old time. Um, I always have a good time when I'm in AC, and I can't imagine being there for a beer fest. Um, just uh, promise you I'll have a margarita for me.
0: They okay, don't have a beer fest. So I'm sure I'll find that somewhere after beer fest. Right across the street, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. That's what it takes. That's absolutely fine. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to apologize in advance to Lisa Link, our guest from Monday, because I may not be here. I might be... Uh, <laughs> flying in a pool of beer somewhere. No, okay. We'll be here Monday for Lisa. And we'll rehash the Beer Fest because it's, it's always a great, great time. Like I said, if you're listening and you want to try to get there, there may still be tickets available. It is this Friday night, Saturday, at the Beer Music Festival. Very excited for that. Uh, a lot of great stuff coming up. April 6th, uh, the acoustic show of Candlebox. Friend of the show here, Mr. Brian Quinn from Philly. Martin, They will be doing the Q6 show uh, At the Harris Philly Casino Me, the wife Jewel and Mike VIP table Up front Come courtesy to the band (laughs) But it's so great We had Brian on the show before I tried to get Brian on again I know their schedule is very tight I know they're doing a lot of shows And I reached out to Brian to try and get him on before that Maybe we'll try it again See if we can get him to uh, pop in, and then we'll see what happens there. Uh, ESPN came through my phone to let us know that the Philadelphia 76ers took out the Memphis Grizzlies tonight, 119-105. The Sixers are now one game out um, of the four seat in the Eastern Conference with the playoffs right around the corner. Flyers uh, managed to get an overtime point last night. They did lose to the Detroit Red Wings, but they are still four points up on the last wild card spot. So everything's coming up to them. I get a lot of playoff action this year. Julie, you, you pumped? I am so excited.
1: Um, my <laughs> my mom actually came over yesterday to watch uh, my daughter while I had to work. And every time I tried to change the channel, she would put on the Phillies. And she knows every stat. Every hitter, every, and she's like, "Oh, what is this? This is like last year's footage." Like she is so pumped for the Phillies this year. She's watching everything. I'm like, "Oh my god, you need to like educate me because apparently they're going to do great this year." <laughs> uh,
0: I'm I'm sure you've been you've been to a, a ball game at the Citizens Bank Park, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there are some people that don't <laughs> have it for all these years. I can't do that, but. It's such a beautiful facility, and if you've never been there, definitely check out a game. Even if you're not a big baseball fan, it's a terrific park and something that the great fans of the city have deserved. Um, so we got that. Of course, we have the Super Bowl champion Eagles. We got Villanova uh, in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament. Tough matchup coming up for them uh, against West Virginia as Villanova tries for its uh, second championship in three years. It's awesome. awesome. Um, so it's a good time right now to be a Philly person.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm so excited for uh, the home opener. I'm definitely trying to go to that.
0: Yeah, me too. I'd love to get to the home opener. Um, Not sure how the pitching staff would work out. It'd be great if Jake Arrieta, the newest Philly, would pitch the home opener. That'd be great. Uh, Very exciting. We're getting uh, some good names. And, of course, if you're out there listening, you know, if you're a big diehard baseball fan and you're listening, you know that next year – Mike Trout hits the free agency market. Wouldn't it be amazing to get baseball's best player right back here in his hometown? He's from right outside yeah. of Philly in Jersey. Yeah, he goes to all the Eagles games. He's a huge Philly guy, probably the best player in baseball right now. He'll hit the free agent market. I would love to get that guy in town.
1: Yeah, that would be, that'd
0: be super awesome. Right well, would be. I mean, you you it's a town now that's got talent young up-and-coming guys and it's great and it's something that philly deserves um we got an announcement oh we got i was gonna say i seen you doing the 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 runway thing with your fingers go ahead
1: (laughs) i am in the north penn school district and our schools are closed tomorrow so i wonder if all schools are closed tomorrow because it is terrible
0: out yeah it's gotten really bad out um and earlier, a lot of people were like, oh, where's the snow? The meteorologist let us down again. Trust me, there is more than enough snow out there. Uh, like I said, I had the uh, interview scheduled for today that was canceled. Tomorrow's probably might be canceled as well. I uh, hope so because I don't really feel like shaving, but I do have to shave. Um, so.
1: <laughs> how's, how's your dog? Because my dog went out in the snow, and it was literally, like, she's pretty, I don't know, medium-sized. 40 pounds and it was up to her head <laughs> The snow. yeah he was
0: having he was having a tough time you've seen you know you've seen my my backyard he goes out and he stares at steps normally are that are now covered in snow he doesn't know where to go she so goes to the side and does a giant leap and plunges <laughs> into the snow and just runs right back in the house i think he just peed himself mid-route and didn't even worry about picking up his leg and he oh. was just covered in snow. Yeah, he's not, he, I opened the door up, he stares at it, he looks back <laughs> and forth, and he gives me that look as if to say, can I pee in the house? <laughs> yeah.
1: It's funny, because my dog, my girl's, uh, my girl, my dog is a girl, so they squat, <laughs>
0: and she couldn't <laughs> even squat to do her wow. business.
1: So Jesus. it was just, you know, there.
0: <laughs> that's him and his, yeah, that's him in his pooping. He puts his butt right near the cold and says, nope ain't having it yeah <laughs> so i set up a little corner for him here in the house and scoop it up and throw it out he's my little boy my little boy <laughs> i to suffer he's getting a litter box <laughs> yeah what the hell why not all right so again let's give a big thanks to our guest tonight jahi winston from everything sucks again make sure you check it out on netflix if you haven't yet um Let's get that show back for another season. Again, you can see him in movies like Proud Mary. I can go back and watch the new edition story and lots, lots more. A great young actor. Make sure you check him out. He's going to be a name you're going to be hearing a lot from in the very near future. I'd like to thank everybody for listening tonight. I'd like to welcome Jewel back. It's just, it's not the same you, Jewel. There's nobody to uh, laugh at my awful jokes. Aw.
1: Glad <laughs> to be back. It's just me.
0: <laughs> Glad to have you back. And, uh, yeah, because I know everybody's getting sick. I've been hearing it from everybody that they're getting sick right now and trying to avoid it myself. I've got a little bit of sniffles. I've had this horrible issue with my swollen gums. Um, finally started to go down. I got a dentist appointment next week. Can't wait. Oh, man. Good luck with that. <laughs> oh, it's been brutal. It was been a brutal week. I and mean, I'm talking to it just fine, but it, it hurts a little bit. So,
1: yeah. Just, uh, I think the, important thing is to get drunk and get past
0: your illnesses (laughs) i like it that (laughs) there's a (laughs) (laughs) sign-off no yeah right you'll just (laughs) nail the perfect sign off let's just cut it right there uh (laughs) but we will we'll be back monday with actress lisa link thank you very much everybody for listening and have yourselves a great night if you have to for any reason whatsoever go out tonight in our local area be don't. one second careful. It's <laughs> terrible. Right. If you don't have to, don't. If you do have to for some reason or you're an emergency worker or something of that nature, first of all, God bless you. Second of all, be very careful out there. It's nasty. We will talk to you Monday on The Stoop. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye.